I'm Doug Bonjour. I'm here with Joe, Joe Morelli. Uh, three runs down at the Travelers, and they have Paul Casey in front. Uh, eight under par today, 16 under par for the tournament. Four shots in the lead. Um, Joe, what can you say about his play today, and is this something you think can carry into Sunday? Well, Paul Casey's is one before this year at the Valspar, and uh, it was, that was from behind. So it's a little bit different. He's going to be in the lead this time. I mean, he played great today. I mean, he, he took the lead in the ninth hole, and he and he went with it from there. I mean, he, he had an eagle on 15. He birdies 18. He shoots 62, like you said. He's got a four-shot lead on Russell Henley. And he's got a five-shot lead on everybody else. And they're going to have to come get him. Uh, I would think those guys are going to have to shoot at least 65, 64 to have a chance to win. Because chances are uh, Paul Casey will not be over par tomorrow. And in terms, you mentioned Henley, you know, probably one of the most uh, popular lefties in this field, aside from Boa. Right. Um, you know, he, he's um, four behind, and got um, Russell Henley and J.B. Holmes. Um, you well, know, your thoughts I, on that? Well, Russell Henley, former winner of the, US, of the Houston Open, he's gone low before on that course. Uh, he has not, doesn't have a history here like Paul Casey does, who lost in the playoff to. Bubba Watson in 2015, his first year here. But, I mean, Russell Henley is not, is not going to be worried about what Paul Casey's doing. He's going to be worried about how he plays. And, obviously, he knows how the leader's doing because he's right in front of him. Brian Harmon, as you said, a left-hander, a southpaw, former University of Georgia teammate of Bubba Watson. He's been in contention before the year that Bubba Watson won a second title here. Uh, J.B. Holmes, a long hitter. Obviously, he's fared well in this course, got hot in the, late in his back nine. Um... And then you have at six back, you got Bubba Watson trying to win his third title. You have Jason Day playing very well right now. So they have a chance. On this golf course, they have a chance. But Paul Casey's going to have to come back to them for them to have that chance. Now, it looked like at one point yesterday, Spieth was atop there. You know, you had McElroy up, uh, Jason Day, Bubba Watson's been hanging around. A lot of those big names, you figured heading into late Saturday, early Sunday, that these guys would be atop of the leaderboard. Now it doesn't look like that's going to be the case, at least for Spieth, and and likely not McElroy at this point. Yeah, How- well, well, Jason Spieth, uh, uh, Jason Spieth, yeah, Jordan Spieth, our defending champion. The first year he sees the tournament, he wins on a, a, the shot heard around the world, the bunker shot, right, Doug? Mm-hmm. And obviously this year he's not playing as well. He's not putting as well. I mean, he missed a cut at the U.S. Open. He opens here with a 63, but as he said on Thursday, he goes to the range and, and says, i got to work on my game for an hour because he's not doing well. He felt better about his swing on Friday than he did on Thursday, and his scores have gotten progressively worse. Obviously, he's out of the mix. Rory McIlroy hasn't been putting well the last couple of days. He is eight behind Paul Casey. He's going to have to go really low tomorrow, but I think he's a little bit frustrated too, but he likes the golf course. I think he'll put a good round together tomorrow. He went 64 in the final round last year to tie for 17th. I think he can do something similar. Justin Thomas, also 5-under out of the mix. Uh, another guy who, who loves this tournament. But obviously we, we've talked about Bubba Watson and Jason Day. And obviously Paul Casey's ranked 13th in the world. So um, the big names, the biggest popular draws aren't on the leaderboard. But they'll still draw big crowds on Sunday, assuming the weather will be good. Right, and um, you mentioned the weather. You know, we've had two nice days today. Not so nice. It was mis- you know misty. It was a little cool out. One, do you think that affected the 
play today at all, and, and two, uh, with storms in the forecast tomorrow, is that something to watch for? Well, I think the fact that it was soft, which means they can fire darts at the pin, which means you can go low, and in the case of Paul Casey, no pun intended. Um, I, I think with this kind of weather, if it's not drying out, it doesn't play hard and fast. And with the potential of storms in the forecast tomorrow or showers, I think they're going to have a chance to go at pins. And I think they're going to need to anyway if they're going to have a chance to win. Um, listen, the PGA Tour does not want to have these guys here on a Monday. So basically, if there was any chance they thought it was going to be impactful around 4 or 5 o'clock, they would have moved the tee times up. Now, is there a chance that could still pop up and we're here to Monday or here late on Sunday? It's always possible. Um, and this place has always had a history of seeing sudden death, term, sudden death playoffs. But we'll see what happens. But I think the weather will hold out, and I think uh, we'll have a champion on Sunday. A few moments, you know, one a heck of a shot, and then another moment that drew a laugh. First of all, um, James Hahn is hole-in-one. Hole I mean, that's not something, obviously, that you see too often. So... Uh, you know, what do you make of that shot? Well, it's on the downhill 11th shot, downhill 11th hole, part three, and he just flew it on a fly. I mean, I mean, it was his first ever, first ever hole in one on the tour, and it was the first of the uh, Travelers Championship. They're rare. I mean, you do see them some more often than not sometimes, but I mean, obviously, it's an incredible feat and something to get excited about. And uh, for him, it, kudos to him. Uh, it was a great shot. And on the first hole, uh, Rory McIlroy, we had a squirrel interrupt him. Rory took a step back, yeah, laughed a little bit. Yeah, before his first tee shot, the squirrel, <laughs> and it was entertaining, and the crowd laughed, and then he kept going, and then he finally chased him off, and then he hit it right right, of the, uh, right, right into the right rough, and it kind of <laughs> signaled the start of his day. Um, mm. Those are a couple of lighter moments of the tournament. Um, but uh, we're not going to have too many light moments tomorrow until maybe the walk down 18 for Paul. Um, it's going to be serious business, and it should be fun. And as far as the pairings go, it, you know, we see with Stegmeyer and J.J. Henry, a few Connecticut guys, that are, you know, paired with some of golf's biggest names. Obviously, those are two pairings that the locals will want to catch. But uh, you know, what else catches your eye? Well, yeah, I'll just to touch on that. I mean, J.J. Henry, a Fairfield native, former champion in 2006, is playing with a former champion and a Texas resident in Jordan Speed, 9:54 a.m. They'll draw a big crowd because Jordan always draws big crowds. And then about four groups, five groups later, at 10.40 a.m., you have Brett Stagmar, the Madison native, uh, who's trying to earn his tour card again, just like J.J. Henry is for next year, playing with the two-time reigning U.S. Open champion, Brooks Kepka. So that should be a popular group. Um, in between them is another New England guy, Keegan Bradley. But um, obviously, Rory McIlroy's playing with first-round co-leader Zach Johnson. That'll be a group to watch. People will be following. Uh, Bubba Watson's playing with Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson struggled today. He came on the Memorial. He's a great player, and Bubba will obviously be looking to go low. But obviously, other than Jason Day and Brian Harmon, who will be looking to do the same, you're looking at Paul Casey and Russell Henley. Can Paul Casey hold on to this lead? It's not easy to do that on this course because the back nine has so many different plays where you're risk-reward holes that you can, you know, you can find yourself in the war. You can find yourself in bad spots. But obviously, if you, he has the confidence, if he plays his game, and he doesn't get conservative, I think he'll do fine.
right, well, Paul Casey, uh, largest ties, the largest 54 hole lead. Right. At, um, you know, as I said, four, four ahead, and we'll we'll see if he can get it done tomorrow. I think he's going to get it done. What do you think? You know, he, he's the hot hand, so it, it certainly wouldn't surprise me the way this tournament's turning out. Absolutely. For Doug Bodger, I'm Joe Burley for First Kentucky Media. We'll see you on Sunday.